Welcome to the Wife Spiller, brought to you by Chelsea and Charity. This is the podcast where we talk about everything related to being a woman. Well, not everything. Only the juiciest details that our entire society is afraid to talk about. So grab a blanket, pop your pearls out of your ears, and grab a cup of something to sip on. Because you are going to want to get cozy for this one. Hi, ladies. Happy New Year. It's me, Chelsea, here from The Wives Spiller. Um, And today we're going to do things a little bit different. I'm going to talk about a few of my New Year determinations and um, a few of my thoughts and points. And then my sister's going to come in on the back end and talk about a little bit of um, her New Year's ideas and and, and following a few other things that she has in store. Um, So I just wanted to um, jump right in again and say Happy New Year. Thanks so much, guys. For tuning in like where did the time go 2019 is already over that year went by so fast um so before I um, get started, I just want to go ahead and throw a disclaimer out there. Um, this podcast, uh, for my portion in specific, um, may have a little bit more spirituality in it. Um, if you are not a spiritual person or if you believe um, something different from my beliefs, that is completely fine. You're more than happy to skip over. Um, no pressure at all. But I also think a lot of my points you know, could possibly help you as well from an encouragement perspective. So um, as I kind of hinted at earlier, um, our podcast for this this episode is going to be new year determinations and I actually got that idea from the podcast death sex and money by Anna Sale um, that was introduced to me by a uh, colleague and um, I absolutely love that podcast and there was a listener that came in to do a listener story on air and she talked about how her mom would always have her say new year determinations growing up instead of new year resolutions and ever since I heard that I just like took that and ran with it because I love that idea. Um, for me, when I hear the the word um, resolutions, it kind of reminds me of something that's temporary, something that I'm just kind of aiming for. Um, that I have no intentions of sticking with and something that's probably going to be over in the next 14 days. But when I hear New Year determinations, I think these are things I'm determined and I'm I'm ambitious about getting done, um, which is where I want to be this year in 2020. So um, kind of hopping into the spiritual perspective, I did want to share one quick scripture from Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, for I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Um, And I just wanted to hop in and talk about that Um, quick segue. If you hear any barking, um, my dog and I are hanging out in the backyard. I'm having a cup of coffee, um, just enjoying this North Carolina breeze. So just excuse it. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so God talks about um, giving you a future and hope. And that really stands out to me. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible, because that shows me that I can be confident in God's plan for my life. I can be confident in what will happen in my future. There is no need for me to be down about my future. I should have hope about my future. Um, You know, I should be ambitious and intentional about getting things done related to my future, because God has a plan for me to prosper Um, and again that's just me from a spiritual perspective you know if you're not a spiritual person you can also think of it as hey you know I can be positive about this outlook because I know the power is 
in my hands to get this done, you know, um, and I'm going to release this um, goal, this idea and atmosphere, and I'm going to chase after it. And if it's meant to be, it's going to happen, you know, so um, it that just really makes me happy and enlightens me that there is a plan, in fact, for my life, you know, um, I can have hope in what is to come, you know, it's so easy, especially with like, all of the comparison on social media you hear cherry and i talk about the toxicity from the gram and facebook and all the social media sites um that we have created not necessarily the uh, actual technology site but just that we have created as human beings on this planet about these unreal you know expectations that we set and it's so easy to get down on yourself and to say that there's no hope for my future because I'm never going to measure up to what Julie is doing over there. You know, um, it's so easy to do that and just become just unreal about where we can actually go in life because we're so focused on running someone else's race. Um, so for this year, I really want to focus on having hope in my future and what is to come and what God has planned for my life. So just to go ahead and hop into uh, my a few of my new year determinations. Um, the first one is to tackle cycling. Um, for those of you who know me, you guys know I enjoy going to cycling class. Um, I just love moving to the beat. It's 45 minutes of just straight working out and losing weight, and you don't even know it. Um, I love this. It's challenging. Um, I come out drenched, drenched in sweat, and it gets my... Um, gets my heart pumping it's good cardio so this year I really want to focus on honing in on that and um, really toning up my body last year I had a goal of losing 20 pounds I accomplished that now I want to take it a step further and tone up I want to be so freaking lean that I just completely surprised myself like that is my goal this year is just to get really really fit um, for me, I can't speak for others. I am a lot more confident, um, a lot more um, happier and optimistic about things when I am able to um, get out, you know, a lot of my energy and, you know, release those endorphins and go and work out, you know. Um, so I definitely want to tackle cycling and just become good at it and just enjoy it as one of my extracurricular um, hobbies. So yeah, that that's my first New Year determination. Um, Secondly, I would like to post less. I know that sounds kind of hypocritical because you guys are probably going to see me post about this podcast, but that's only for you guys to um, maybe take advantage of it. Maybe you'll hear something you like. Um, but I really think that when I can't speak for you guys, but for me, when I fall into the repetition of constantly posting, I kind of get into the approval rating system. I begin to wait to see who liked it, you know, who commented, how many likes did I get? Oh, did so-and-so see this? You know, I want to impress this person. I want to uh, make, you know, this, this hater over here, this friend of me, you know, it, it just becomes ridiculous and we're all guilty of it. You know, <laughs> we're all guilty of the posting aspect and that's something I really want to tone down quite a bit this year um, I just think that you know um, contributing to this competitive nature as us as if us women are not competitive enough <laughs> we're already very competitive right I think that when we do the posting and the watching and the commenting and the you know watching the snaps and posting like I think that it creates even more of a competitive nature and it, it just contributes and it adds a lot of gasoline to the fire of us then in terms having self-esteem issues within ourselves 
You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what they see. Did you enjoy, you know, the winery you went to? Did you enjoy the brewery? You know, that at the end of the day is what it comes down to. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter what other people think, you know, and um, for me, that is something that I really want to focus on. I want to focus on posting less. Another thing is too, is that people who I'm actually close with that have, I've developed a relationship, you know, I want to give them the opportunity to be able to reach out to me and actually see how I'm doing versus them looking a lot and seeing how they think I'm doing. You know, I think sometimes those wellness checks with each other in relationships are very important. And I feel like social media really closes down on that window of opportunity for people to be able to reach out to you, you know, and, and, and really see how you're doing. Everyone doesn't need an all access pass to your life. And I don't mean to talk like a celebrity. I'm a nobody. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think it's important just really tone that down for me this year. You know, I want to focus on, you know, cutting out with a lot of the posting. Um, so another one is to mind my own business and reciprocate the same energy. And what I mean by that is I want to focus on minding my business in the sense of what I need to get done. What are my personal goals in my life? What are things that I need to be focused on? I don't want to spend time focused on what this person to the right or the left is doing. That That's their race. That's their story. That's their life. I need to focus on me and what works for me and my family, my family and I. Um, so that is something that I really want to focus on this year. And, you know, reciprocity. You know, I don't mean to sound rude. And if you get offended by this, I'm sorry, but not sorry at the same time. This year, I want to go into this year with a fresh perspective of getting the energy. I mean, I'm sorry, giving the energy that I get back. Whether that's in the universe, whether that's with people, relationships, you can even take Instagram, for instance, spending all that time on Instagram. I mean, there, there are times where I sit on Instagram and scroll for hours. I look up, I'm like, the whole day has went by. All I did was sit here and scroll. And what does that do? Leaves me with a bunch of unreal expectations of how I think I should be for myself. You know, I really want to quit that. I really want to quit, you know, spending that time putting energy into things and people who are not willing to give it back. You know, going out my way. Sorry, I'm not doing that this year. You know, really, you know, being people's personal therapists and stuff. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, if we have a good friendship and we lean on each other. You know, we, we help each other, each other's personal therapists. Like, don't get me wrong. That that's, that's a totally different thing. I, of course I'm okay with that, but always being that support system for another human being or that support system for a particular venture that I'm trying to do and not getting anything out of it, you know, what is I going to do for myself? That's in a sense, the way I look at it is it's kind of like having a bank account, right? With thousands or millions of dollars in it. And, or even billions and constantly spending, having someone constantly withdraw out of that account, constantly, constantly. What's going to eventually happen if you're constantly overspending out of an account, constantly drafting out of that account? Eventually, you're going to go into the negative because nothing is going in. That's the way I want my relationships to be framed. I want equal reciprocity across both sides. And if that person can't see that, well, they can sit there and figure out why I don't talk to them as much, why I'm not as involved, why they don't hear from me as much. That's on them. But what I'm not going to do this year is to continue to put 
things into, you know, and, and energy and time into certain things and certain people, and I'm not getting anything out of it. And I, I'm not saying that you should always be focused on getting something out of something. Sometimes you should just give. You know, that that's what volunteering is for, though. Go to Humane Society. Volunteer in a homeless shelter. You don't need to constantly volunteer and, and provide support to other human beings when they have no intentions on meeting you halfway. And again, I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm sorry if anybody gets offended, but that is just my one of my New Year determinations for this year is to focus on reciprocity, you know. And lastly... Um, for the fourth one, we're going to end on an even number since it's 2020, um, is to be confident in my answers in, in every aspect of life, whether that's at work, whether that's, um, you know, what I know is right, you know, um, what I know is to be correct in my personal life, keeping that standpoint, regardless of what other people around me are saying or doing. I know our society has this um, huge thing of, oh, you know, it's a gray area gray area everything is subjective you know that is true things are subjective things are there are a lot of gray areas but there is also a lot of black and white as well and when you know where those clear boundaries are it's important for me to get on the right side of that boundary for what that means to me you know not necessarily for other people again this is just for me and my personal life I really want to focus on taking that stance if I'm confident in my answer at work, sticking with that. If I'm confident in what I know is right, stick like not feeling the need to sway, to 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 dial back for other people, you know. And speaking of dialing back, I just want to end on this quote from um, Jane Robinson. I thought this was so cute and sassy. She says, "I am a fire. If you want something salty and sweet with no opinion, I am not the woman for you. I spit flames often." I thought that was too adorable um, because it directly relates to me. You know, I'm done with the dialing back for other people because, you know, I don't want because, you know, I don't want to make them feel bad or I don't want to make them feel like, you know, intimidated. That's them. That's an issue that they have within their self. That is not up to me to cater to how they feel within their self. I'm sorry. You know, I'm an ambitious person. I'm outspoken at the right times, though. (laughs) and I'm done with the dialing back this year is going to be me being me straight up if you don't like it sorry you know but what I will not do is allow my light to be dim this year so I really want to focus on just letting my light shine and and just really being motivated to accomplish those goals that I have for my life and and the goals that most importantly God has set before me you know um, so that's pretty much my new year determinations. Um, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, happy new year. My sister is going to hop on in on the podcast. Have a great day. Well, hello everyone. Um, I'm actually, this is Charity and I'm actually going to hop on really quick today. And I want to talk about, Um, our topic today, which is New Year Determinations. And as you know, it is January, um, the first week of January. And so I hope your guys, your um, your holidays went well, and everybody's happy and whole and ready to start um, 2020 off with a bang. But I did want to hop on to kind of speak some truth and give you some time to kind of think and reflect and hopefully give you some ideas on how you can become better 
here in the new year. And one of the things for me, um, I do pause um, at the end of every December, and I've been doing this probably since I was a teenager. And I do reflect about the year and what I want to change or improve or enhance in the new year. And this year um, is very consistent to every year for me, which is spiritual growth, personal growth, and um, physical growth, um, your health, your health. And, and so a lot of the things that I focus on is my health mentally, my health physically, physically, and my health spiritually. And um, I just want to share with you a few things that I'm doing. And if you want to have more conversation or dialogue about it, um, I would love it um, to just kind of build a community where we can talk about our big goals for 2020. So um, one of the things I have started this year uh, is a 21 day devotional study. Um, and this is originated from a basically a minister um she her name is Havila Connington and she is out of Southern California and I actually heard her speak at a conference that me and one of my girlfriends went to and she was just amazing and so I purchased one of her books and I've figured out that she's like a powerhouse. She's got podcasts, she speaks at different places and events and churches, and she's just one of those strong-willed, strong-house women that really knows her stuff when it comes to the Word of God and how we can apply it to our life. And so Havila just released another study, 21-day study, about doing hard things, and it um, I'm on day four or five, I can't remember, but it's like short 20 minute videos. Um, and basically the theme is talking about how you can um, be more aware of the painful things that's happened in your life and how you can do them. And not just, she talks about not just doing, not being drugged through those hard things, but actually doing the, doing that thing. And, um, it's so funny because a lot of times, you know, as women, or and if I have male viewer listeners as well, this goes for you guys too. But a lot of times we look at our lives, and you know, you may have, you may have had a great childhood, and you may, you may have a great job and a great house, and and all the things. But um, you know, there has been something in your life that's been a challenge in the past, or things that you've experienced that you can't. Cl- quite climb out of and so she truly gives you about 10 to 12 minutes every day uh, via video to kind of sit down and reflect and dig deep and become more aware of those hurts and those pains and then gives you some really specific strategies and things you can do um, to climb out of those hard things using the word of God And I'm going to tell you, I've really, really, really have enjoyed this study so far. And so I'm hoping some of you guys will hop on so we can have some further conversations. But some of the reflective things that I will share with you from my personal journal from the study is um, the, you know, she talks about having a future and a hope um, and being able to dream again. 
Um, and so that day was really good. Um, I'm also digging deep into um, where did I get lost? So if there were things that um, has happened um, that's occurred to me, you know, um, that's, that was really challenging and hard, I'm really starting to dig deep as to where did it happen, specific um, age ages or time frames in my life that it that it occurred. Um, and then it also um, gi- gives you a chance to really think about how you're going to climb out of those things. So it may be something that happened to you um, or at you 10 years ago and you think you're over it, but you're really not. Some of those feelings are still manifesting and surfacing in your life. And so how are you going to climb out? So it really gives you the tools to truly um, dig deep within yourself and figure out ways that you can apply these tools and these trials and these tribulations that you endure. Um, it, it, you know, she talks a lot about God is going to give you those trials and tribulations and those things are going to occur in your life. So it's not going to stop that, but it, it's going to shorten. It's going to shorten the trial. It's going to make the punch feel not as hard um, when you're going through it. So it's really great and she does a way more better job at explaining it. Um, but I would definitely suggest you guys looking into it again. I can share the link with, with you. If you guys just, um, let me know, I can send the link out and you guys can do your 20 day study as well. Um, another thing that I like to do to truly, um, grow spiritually is journaling. Um, you know, quiet time looks a lot different as a, as a mom now, you know, a lot of times people are like, I don't have time to just think and reflect and be mindful. Um, and, and you don't have to always carve out like 20 minutes by yourself because sometimes that's just not realistic for your lifestyle. So you can literally just grab a pen and a piece of paper or a journal and just start writing your thoughts and writing things that are bothering you. And a lot of times I'll, I'll write some stuff and I'll play my praise and worship music. Um, and I will just pour out, pour out on that journal. And it's kind of like a prayer, a prayer notebook where I'm pouring out and I'm listening to what God says about me. And then I'm putting it on paper and I'm praying over that. And it, it really makes you feel better because you have a output. We have a lot of things that are coming to us and a lot of input things but there's a way to um there's an output you know instead of like um I don't know going off on your husband because you're having a bad day or posting some really crazy status on on Facebook or or social media because you just want to get it out my journal has given me that output um where I can actually put things on paper and get my feelings out that way And another thing um, that I would also suggest is um, just truly daily finding quiet time for yourself. Um, And like I said, quiet time doesn't always look look the way you think it should look. But if you um, find some music, some calm worship music, um, and like I said, the journal and um, in a simple as a paper and pen and just and just you know talk to God like he's an actual person um and a friend because he is um then I'm telling you you're gonna feel a lot better um and it's gonna make your days 
really smooth. Um, Another thing that I like to do to grow spiritually and personally is I listen to podcasts and I'm just going to give you some names of some podcasts and hopefully, you know, you can look into them. Um, if you are an Apple user is really quick to search those, those people, but you can also, if you're Android or something else, you can Google these folks, but Havila Cunnington, she's an amazing person to listen to. She has a great podcast, short 15, 20 minute segments on growing deeper in Christ. Um, Rachel Hollis, she's more of a personal development type of chick. Um, she wrote the book Girl Wash Your Face, and so she's um, simply amazing. She um, is going to push you to reach those goals and and dig deep within yourself and push yourself to do it. She's a true motivator. And then for those that are in education, this is kind of a personal one, but I listened to a lady called the, um, her podcast is called Empower, Empowered Principle. And she talks about um, how your school and and the people that are working in it is like a, like your team. And she gives you some very strategic ways to work with the team to have an awesome school culture. So she's great as well. And then my social media following. Um, I really love this girl named Heather Lindsay. Um, Heather Lindsay, she is out of Atlanta. Her husband um, and her, she actually has a church in Atlanta. She's a pastor's wife, but she's also um, has is a founder of a movement called Pinky Promise, which is women from all over the world that come together once a year and also meet monthly um, via, I think it's like online. She does studies as well. And she um, just talks about self-worth through Christ and your identity through Christ and a lot of great, great things to feed your soul. So Heather Lindsay is awesome as well. Um, so I think I hit the main points, but I would encourage you to find a study. It doesn't have to be the one that I've shared. I'm just giving you an idea, but find a study that you are going to commit to, um, doing, um, to make yourself better. Try the journaling, the journaling to get your thoughts out, the journaling to pray, the journaling to brain dump, whatever, whatever you need, find some time to journal each day and then find some podcasts. Um, think about some things that you are interested in or, um, areas in your life that you want to work at and find a podcast to listen to on those commutes to and from work. And I promise you, you're going to feel a lot better. And I think a lot of times we set these goals in the new year and then we either forget about them or we become inconsistent with them. And I would encourage you guys um, with that is finding a small group of folks or some safe individuals or one individual that you can talk to about some things that you want to work on this year and held each other accountable. Because if you have somebody to walk through life with you and just encourage you or just listen, it's a lot better. So definitely find those safe people around you that you could share your goals with. Um, and there's a no judgment zone. So anywho, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is the first full week of school this week coming up in the new year. So I need to do lots of laundry and grocery shopping today and just get prepared for the work week. So like many of you guys as well. 
Anywho, I hope you guys have a blessed, blessed day. And I cannot wait for 2020 and all the great things that God has for you. Have a wonderful afternoon and we'll talk to you soon.